Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Welcome to episode number 111, Finding What You Need Inside of You. I'm your host, Megan Helica. And before we dive in, I want to thank you for listening to Grieving Moms Podcast today and every week that you do. I really don't take it lightly that I'm allowed to have some space in your day and that I get to offer some help and guidance for you on such a personal journey as grieving the death of your child. I want to thank you for listening and also sharing it with others who are looking for this kind of help on their grief journey. Share it with another mom you may know who also wants to learn tools on how to carry their grief instead of suffer with grief. So today I want to dive into how you can find what you need inside of you. So often we're looking for permission or validation from others on how we should or are supposed to be grieving. Here's the thing, you know what you need inside of you already. Maybe you just haven't given yourself permission to listen to yourself, or you haven't allowed space for that to come to the surface. My job as a grief coach is to hold space for your grief, to help you notice what's going on inside of you, and also allow you to find what you need for yourself as well. It's always amazing as we are working through something, how when I'm asking questions or guiding a mom through something, a mom will come to her own realization of what she needs and how maybe she's been the one holding herself back. So you know what you need, but sometimes there's things that make it muddy or more difficult for you to see that either fear, anxiety, patterns, and beliefs that aren't serving you, whatever they may be, I really believe that each one of us knows what to do. Usually there are reasons that come up, like my spouse won't let me grieve in the way I want to, others don't understand, so they don't let me grieve, or I have kids, so I can't grieve in the way that I want to. But here's the thing, these people in your life are very important to you, and I get that you want them to be happy. And you want to take care of them. But when you are suffering, you are not able to take care of them until you take care of yourself. So a section in Life After Child Loss, this is my program that I have created for grieving moms. It's all about relearning. So I go through um, a caring grief framework. So C-A-R-R-Y. So one of the sections, the R, is relearning. This is where you relearn how to feel and express your emotions and yourself. Think of any child. They know how to express pain, sadness, joy. It comes out of them naturally and without abandon. And then as they grow up and are taught certain things and given meaning to different emotions or ways of being, they stop listening to what they know to be true for themselves and more to how they're supposed to behave. Like emotions are bad. Anger is bad. It's your job to make your kids happy or your spouse happy. 
but you still have that within you. Even though you've had experiences in your life that make you feel like it's impossible to feel and express your emotions, um, maybe you feel like there are people or things that have happened that keep you from expressing your emotions, you have it inside of you. It takes effort, intention, and awareness. And if you begin to let go of beliefs that are not serving you any longer, you can begin to step into being a woman who cares for herself in grief and cares for her children and loves her husband. It's not the expense of either or. It actually it actually multiplies. The more you care for yourself, the more you can care for your children, the more you can love your husband. It's amazing how it multiplies. It doesn't divide. So you can step into knowing what's right for you. Um, so like, for example, for me, I ran and biked a ton because I had so much high energy emotions inside of my body that needed to be released. That's how I worked through and released those emotions. But maybe that's not what's right for you. Maybe you have a really heavy cloud weighing on your body and to bike and run, you're like, I can't even hardly get out of bed. There's no way I'm biking and running. What if you need to just do some yoga or go on a walk, like getting yourself to the driver? What if you just need to be able to brush your teeth? Um, it's really important to listen to yourself, not take what other people do. So you can start listening to anything I say and offer and start thinking, oh, I should be doing that. And then you get stressed that you can't do it or that it feels heavy for you. And guess what? Maybe it's not for you. You can get ideas from other people. And as a coach, I can guide you and offer ideas for you, offer different thoughts. I can offer things that you can try, but you have to listen to yourself and dive into this question, is this right for me? Does this support me on my grief journey? And if yes, dive in. If not, let it go. Let it go. No matter how someone else talks about how it helps as it has helped them. We can get so wrapped up in what grief is supposed to look like that we forget to notice what grief is looking like for us. Noticing what grief is looking like, not what it's supposed to look like, but what does it look like currently in this moment for you. And notice what helps and support you because it won't be exactly the same for everyone. I recently shared in a coaching session that. I really believe that when you take one step forward, the next step is shown to you. So do this in your grief journey. Take one step, and if you stay open to the possibilities, you'll begin to notice that you feel drawn to this person for help, or you learn a new technique, and you use that technique, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. This really helps me. Or you begin to feel more pulled to do a certain hobby maybe that you haven't done for a long time, or try something new that you haven't done, or you hear a name of a book over and over and you decide it's time to read it. When you just keep taking that one step, the next step in your path will be shown for you. And I, I just, just let yourself listen to what's within and see what comes up for you. What's right for you will not be right for everyone else. And so no one else can tell you exactly what's right for you. 
That's why it's so important to get present with yourself and learn what's right for you. I really wish it was easier than that, that like someone could come in and save the day. But this is your work, my friend, for you, for your life, and for you to be present with others in your life. It really is taking that time and intention and effort. And if you feel like things are so muddy and things are so chaotic and you're just trying to survive that you can't even do this work and you want a coach, you want a guide, um, message me at hello at meganhelica.com and we can chat and see how this can help you begin to learn how to get present with yourself, to learn how to listen to your intuition, to learn how to know what's right for you rather than all the noise and the chaos that everyone else is offering to you. So message me at hello at meganhelica.com and really I would love to be a guide for you to show you that you have it within you. And I really believe that you have the capacity for holding grief and holding joy even in the same moment. So take care. See you next week. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.